I love this song. I haven't heard this in my car yet. Some of you lucky sons of guns were just in your car now. I hope you let it all out. If I have to die, do not. That feels like cathartic. Good. You want to just work out those demons? That is a nice song. Uh, sure. Yes. Beautiful. I can't. What? I can't. It, I just, you know what I picture? I picture Spicoli in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, played by Sean Penn. Or Spicoli. Yeah, you guys. Well, was he, was he, well, yeah, like, hey, what's up, Correct. professor? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was a troublemaker, would order a pizza in the middle of class. Yeah, <laughs> he was a, like, okay. he would go on about wasting. There's a, there's a really, see, now we have to find it. There's a really great scene about wasting time. Like, isn't it my time to you think that's maybe where Blink got their inspiration? Yeah, if, Mike, if that's, I think you could find that I'm scene. I'm Fast now. Times at Ridgemont High, Sean Penn. I'm uh, so wasted. We, uh, nope, it was about wasting time. Oh, got oh it. it might be it. You think oh. I'm so wasted might be it? I'm not I'm sure. wasted. I don't want to waste time. He's kind of like a ten, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh, is that how they talk? Sometimes, yeah. Huh. Michelangelo. Who's your favorite? Michelangelo. Oh, Who's yeah. It? I'm a Raphael girl. Uh, Leonardo leads. Donatello I love Georgia does. O'Keefe. She's great. Different. Whatever your Picasso. meaning there is different. <laughs> um, I love Picasso. Here's how you can. There's re- got to be a Rembrandt. It's Leonardo. He leads. Donatello does machines. Okay. Raphael is cool but rude. Michelangelo is a party dude. Oh, are you doing a song? Spoken word. <laughs> By the way, if that Blink-182 song that you just heard annoys you, I wonder how you might feel about this one back from the late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Now, that's Tom so DeLong, right? Yes, Singing yes. there. Tom has more of the, does he have more of the in his voice <laughs> than uh, Mark Hoppus? Yes, I believe so. He's got more of it because Mark starts this song because this is I Miss You. This is Mark. But they both kind of do it. But Tom leans onto that yeah, wakeboard hard. He jumps in. You'd probably really dig them, though, Donna. Like, in mm. real life, I bet they'd be your type because they're kind of vulgar. What's that Thanks. One? Oh, wow. What's that vulgar song? They start their show with, like, a super. I know. I'm a prude. I just yeah. can't believe that. You're okay with them, but when it comes to like Creed or her, Nickelback, her just her up. <laughs> no, you have to understand though. There is a there's a love hate there with Creed. There's a love hate with Nickelback. There's a love hate even with Three Doors Down. There was something that was going on in the late '90s that was really this similar affected sort of a voice. Okay, so that was that was a sign of the times is what you're saying. Okay. They're like just like they nobody fully was opening their mouths and enunciating. Okay. There was just like this thing. Three doors down or uh, excuse me. Um um who did I just say? Rob Thomas. He is uh, in he's a uh, Matchbox Matchbox 20. 20. They they have some of that too. It's 3 a.m. I must be here. You know, it all like just feels like it's it's rooted in the same soil. Okay. But sure. yeah, that 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 new Blink song though. I don't know why, but Pappy Likey. Okay. Feels really nostalgic. I'm so happy for you. You're not. It's okay. Listen, we're just going to ease right into some um some 
music news, okay? Did you hear All about right. the Taylor Swift situation with the AI? What a bummer for her to have to deal with this crap. There is there are like porno deep fakes of her on the net uh, internet and on the net. On the net. <laughs> okay. Well, you're the right, high school flag. teacher in the late nineties telling us about the internet. You don't know me. Thank you. That was her doing Blink 182. By Thank the way. you for explaining that. Um, okay, so 22 million views already. I saw it trending on Twitter, and they're like these dumb, shocking, inappropriate photos that some internet people are making. It'd just be a bummer to be Taylor Swift, who sometimes we need to remind ourselves is in fact a human being. Right. And then you're like, let's go see what's trending on Twitter. Why am I? Tr- Why did they do this? It's like, bummer. I, I just remember she's somebody's daughter. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? Like her dad is a big part of her life and her mom and her brother. And like, don't like that's so vulgar. Yeah. And so gross. And now she has to deal with that, you know, and possibly take legal action. Yeah. If I were her, I would. Yeah. I think she needs to. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it could be a um, a precedent for a legal precedent since there is so much evidence and them being of such a vulgar nature. I wonder if there's a legal precedent that could be set for other AI deep fake photos of people right. moving forward. You know, I yes. feel like there's some legal payoff for the rest of us. Yes. Especially the rest of celebrities. Yes. We're going to get to a story at 11 o'clock about George Carlin's estate. I'll be here. Something I similar. can't wait. Oh, my God. Thank you for staying. When did you say 11? Yeah, let's do it 11. Great. Do you want to hear a new song from Casey Musgraves from the new Bob Marley biopic? Or do, I don't know if it's a biopic. Yeah, it's a biopic. Yeah. Um. So you're familiar with Three Little Birds? Yes. Don't worry about, about a thing. thing. Every, Every little, little thing. Um, So she did her version of it because there's going to be a covers album that goes along with the release of the movie. So I was like, oh, yeah, I want to see what she did with this. Uh, Let's take a listen. She Casey Musgrave-fives it. Okay, I have thoughts. Do you have thoughts? I have thoughts, yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts? Um, I like her voice. I think she could speed it up. It feels a little sleepy. I'd give it about two out of five Gary's. Yeah, if she sped sped it up and put it at the original pace, and and I I get it, like they're doing a different arrangement, and it's countrified. There's a steel guitar in there. Yeah, Yeah. but it does feel a little bit sleepy. Yes, and I would like to hear. And again, you're doing a different arrangement, so I I appreciate the artistic liberty in that. But I want to hear a little more of like the bump, 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 like that that riff. That the song is rooted in. Yeah. And I just... I want a little more reggae to it, I too. I want a little more reggae to it. You could do both, right? You could add a little reggae inspiration. We could even pipe back in Bob Marley's voice instead. <laughs> I, I love it. All right, But more you. of those to come, I'm sure. Yes. Music inspired by the film. So they'll be... I'm sure they'll be trickling out. So stay tuned for that. Bob Marley said, who likely they say... The internet says likely um, smoked marijuana every day after his conversion to Rastafarianism until his death. He said, when you smoke herb, herb reveal yourself to you. Hmm. That's kind of beautiful. wonder if anyone asked Herb about that. I love it. It's a Herb joke. What are you sucking up my toe for? Uh, what? Well, I don't know. Like if he was trying to... <laughs> sm- <laughs> that got real weird. No, but hear me out. <laughs> if he was trying to smoke herb 
I thought we had transitioned into a oh, herb joke. I see. I like, like now oh, we're in human now form. Now it's herb, a human herb. And now we got to go the, down to his feet. And that's where he thinks so we the blunt all, is the big toe. Okay, so we were all supposed to track with that. Okay, we were all supposed to follow along yeah. that. Okay, now a toe <laughs> joke is going to refer to herb. I do have appreciation for I how mean herb. out of context that could have sounded pretty like a pretty weird left turn. So I have a friend who when I went to pick her up one time, very short story. You know how things just autocorrect. So I <laughs> yes. wrote I meant to say I'm here. I am here and it came out I am herb. And she was like, what? So now every time that we go somewhere together in carpool, I'm like, I am Herb. Or I'm waiting at a restaurant. I am Herb. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny, right? That's funny. I think we gotta go. Hey, when we come back, Donna and I both started watching new shows that have to deal with murder mysteries. Murder? On Netflix. I looked at the one that she ended up watching, and I was like, oh, hell no. She looked at the one that she ended up watching and was like, oh, hell yes. I'll tell you what I watched instead and what Donna delved into when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. What's up, friends? Stevie Boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. Uh, they're helping people out today, man. They're helping people save some money. Uh, do what I'm doing right now. Go to thecanopygroup.com, and you'll be on your way to saving a whole lot of money because there's an overwhelming chance you're one of the 81% of Minnesotans who only have one insurance agent, who only represents one insurance company and gives you, you guessed it, one quote. That is not a formula for saving money. You need to compare. And I'm not saying, hey, we can help you save money by giving you some Bush League coverage. It's not like that at all. Instead, the Canopy Group partners with 16 different insurance companies, some big dogs, national brands you've heard of, some that are maybe smaller, more regional. And then they make them all fight it out for your business because any of those 16 companies, depending on a variety of factors, might be best suited to cover you with better insurance than you have now and to do it at a better price. The Canopy Group won't just help you save when you join, but year after year, they'll make sure you continue to save. Get started today. TheCanopyGroup.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi! Woo! Hi, everybody. Welcome. It's Donna and Steve. Peace be with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Find something new. Oh my gosh, Donna. What? Wow, it caught me off guard. Sorry. I didn't expect the passing of the peace. <laughs> you know why I like the passing of the peace? Oh, please um, tell, at, at, tell at, everybody. At church was because as a as a kid, it's like recess. It was church recess. It was like, hey, what's that? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's know that. But you would get up and you could walk around, you know? And then we would always go up the stairs. So there wait, were three- wait, what do you mean you would walk around? You're just in your immediate vicinity. 
shaking hands. See, I forget how how cold of a church you grew up in. Ours, it was usually about two minutes. And so you would get up and so, you know, grandma and pap to the left. And then we would get out, say hello to some other church ladies and some of the, the, the men that we knew there. Oh, hi, Mr. So-and-so. Hi, Mr. So-and-so. And then we would walk up these three little stairs. Stairs? To, listen. to where, <laughs> what? To, There was an altar in the front. So the three stairs, you have choirs on both sides. Very similar to the Home Alone Church. If you think of that Home Alone Church scene when they're singing on Christmas sure. Eve. There are choirs on both sides, and then there's an organist up there, and then the altar's in the way back. But my mom was in the choir, so then as, like, nice little ducklings, we would always go up to make sure that we went up and gave my mom a hug as well. Okay, is everybody doing this? Is everybody like, oh, I'm going to go up to the choir and peace with every choir member? Okay, that's got to take more than two minutes. Look, maybe it was two (laughs) to three. That's like a cocktail hour. But what it did, well, actually, cocktails were next because communion was coming. Oh, gotcha. But uh, I was like, what do we have? A house cabernet? (laughs) But we would, it was like nice because then you got up and got to stretch a little bit, say hello, and then. Uh, the priest uh, or the deacon would then give announcements. Hey, don't forget tonight we've got a six o'clock oh, potluck. Sure. Father Murph, it's seven. <laughs> That's I right, love Jane. It. That's right. It's, it was great. Oh, God. Was very, then the guy really in nice. front of you, you could tell that he was like hung over and his wife dragged him to church, you know, because he's like breathing out of his nose, <laughs> if you know. All right. So he smells like Jack Daniels or Jim Beam. Well, listen, it, this is. This is not a gathering of the righteous. This is a collection of the broken. You know? I love it. All are it. welcome. That's great. That's also, great. I think we went to pretty different churches. Oh, for sure. Um, what do you think? You better than me? I'm just saying. All right. Hey, last night, um, the kids go up to bed. I had obviously just suffered presumably a major heart attack. And I was like, well, I want to watch a show now. I have a new lease on life. And we pulled up Fool Me Once on Netflix and as I recalled, I was like, I think people in my family's thread, siblings and stuff, talked about enjoying that and like, okay, it was good, kind of keeps you guessing. So we turned on Fool Me Once. It was it, it's a it's a compelling first episode. By the way, British actors, I recognize zero people in this show. I'm like, who is she? Who is that? So it's easy to delve into the story because there are no well known faces in that show, at least not to my eye. But it's a cool story of it starts with a woman um, who has lost her husband and they're at the funeral for her husband. And they do some flashbacks to when they're on a walk in the park and he gets shot three times in the chest. They're there, you know, now at the funeral, she buries him. But then. What's it called again? It's called Fool Me Once. Gotcha. And this won't spoil anything. Then uh, she gets a one of those digital camera frames that a friend brings over. And it's like, look, here's some old photos that can just rotate through and people can upload to them, blah, blah, blah. But she said, another reason why I want you to have it is because it had a hidden camera in it, a hidden nanny camera in it. Oh. So then she sets it up and she was like, just so that you can watch over your little daughter. So then after the first day, she's like, okay, she does it. And she puts in the SD card into her computer to look at the footage. And someone surprising appears in frame and it sets the whole thing off. Stop, I want to watch this. And it was it, it was good. It was a good first episode where you're like, all right, we'll do this. We'll go on this ride. That's called Fool Me Once. Is that a did you say it's just a scripted? That is scripted. Fool me once. Yeah, so Donna, these people are acting and sadly no one did die. Okay. <laughs> but okay, well, I watched something where no one died either. I passed over a show that uh as I was looking for something to watch. Okay. And it was called 
American Nightmare. Yes. And I saw the episode description and mm-hmm. I thought, well, I think I'll pass on that. Because it was a more of a real life, true crime story. You did decide to go after this. Tell us about American I did. Nightmare. I only did because I worked out with a coworker yesterday and she was like, are you watching this American Nightmare? She's like, I started it, finished it all like in one sitting. Mm. And I said, oh my God, I'm on it. So I'm two episodes in. There's one left. This is this does not ring a bell to me because a lot of times these these stories that are like longer versions of like the Dateline or 2020 or uh, 48 Hours Mysteries, um, they're a little bit longer form and you get a lot more from them. So I didn't recognize the story. It's like the real Gone Girl case and. It's uh, their number one uh, show right now. Um, So it's a three-part series. It is about this couple. It's, uh, It's about the kidnapping of this woman named Denise Huskins from California. How do you say it? Vallejo, California? Yeah. And... It's just freaky. Like their their hands are tied. Then they've got these swim goggles on. Then they drug these two with like NyQuil or something. And then the girl is taken from the home. Eventually, they think, first off, they think the boyfriend has something to do with it. Mm. And that this girl is dead. Then they think the girl set it up. The girlfriend. The girlfriend set it up because... Is she dead? She is not dead. And she reappears. And I won't give anything else away. But now she has to defend herself after she's been through this horrible ordeal because they think she was doing it for attention and wasting the taxpayers' money. And I still don't know what happened. But um, she's a very... They're both, to me, very believable witnesses interesting and the cops ain't buying it so no one's dead in this not so far okay interesting yeah there's no dead people there's there's a it's just a very bizarre story and then the people who did the kidnapping are sending notes to the police when they realize that they're not believing the girl's story because now they feel like oh they're like you better believe it or off with their head or it just that they wanted the attention for ha- it's just strange for mm. having been the people who took her and they they're kind of slighted by the fact that the police aren't believing her it's like dude she's trying to get you turned in what are you doing it's a very bizarre case american nightmare it is on netflix three part series it's a pretty quick watch okay there you want to check it out it's just fascinating and the one that i'm watching again called fool me once um, and that's uh, now number three. I think American Nightmare is number two on Netflix. Griselda, the new Sofia oh, yeah. Vergara show, number one. Too. Fool me once, number three. We'll play a game next. 651-641-1071. Call now and uh, you can play with us. Stay Woo-hoo! there. All right, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, these guys, this this law firm, very dedicated to helping people who oftentimes are under uh, some pretty scary, difficult circumstances. Uh, maybe you've suffered a personal injury, for example. Uh, maybe you lost a loved one in a fatal accident or you're facing criminal charges. Mike Bryant assures every legal tool at their disposal is going to be used to protect their clients' rights. 
Uh, not only does Mike understand the legal aspect of personal injury, but, you know, he's also a dad, so he knows how it can affect families. Oftentimes, you got to deal with medical expenses. There are lost wages because you can't work. There are rehab costs. And then there's distress. It's a very stressful time, and that could affect things at home for everybody. Here's what you do. You get a hold of Mike or a member of his team for a completely free consultation to assess your case. He will do everything he can to uh, help you out. Find Mike Bryant and Bradshaw and Bryant today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Let's do this. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 where we're going to play a game. Time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. At one point this week, it was a 9-6 to six lead for Donna Valentine. Since then, two straight victories for Steve. And he's got an opportunity to end the week in a deadlock 9-9 tie. But Donna will try to stop him from doing that today. Uh, today's category, we've got a birthday. we got a few birthdays we're going to be celebrating. Mark Owen has a birthday tomorrow. And then on Sunday, both Joey Fatone and Nick Carter will celebrate birthdays. If you don't know who Mark Owen is, he's in the boy band Take That. Okay, I had to look him up just now. Joey Fatone is in NSYNC. Nick Carter's in the Backstreet Boys. Today's category, boy bands. Let's go. Let's go. Nick Carter's in the Backstreet Boys? Who else is uh who no, else is I'm, not, I'm not gonna say anything. Wait, who else <laughs> is could, in the This could come up boys? as questions. Oh, good point, good point. All right, we'll, the, we'll, uh, we'll discuss line. later. We'll okay. talk about it later, exactly. We've got uh, Beth on the line to play along today. Hey Beth, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you, Steve? Doing really well. Uh where are you calling in from today, Bethany? Princeton. Princeton. Oh, Ivy Lou. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh that where about is Princeton? North East? Yeah, so think like uh, it's 30 mi- thirty minutes-ish north of Elk River and 30 minutes completely east of St. Cloud. Home of oh. Rough Start Rescue. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is actually. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's how where cool. I get my pups. I wonder how many people live in Princeton. What are you going to do next in your day um, after you play this game with us? Well, my children are outside right now, and they are getting absolutely filthy because <sighs> there's no snow. There's just mud. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. All four of them down. Oh, oh no. By the way, you and your children make up just a few of the 4,883 residents of Princeton, Minnesota. Well, good on us. Yes, good indeed. Yes, you're doing your part. <laughs> Way to go, Beth. All righty. With that, hey, Beth, the topic are boy bands, and I'm just going to tell you like this. If you want to win today, I'm the guy to team up with. That is true. But if you want to just experience the support of another woman, then Donna is your one to team up with. Um, remind me who's down in points. I, I am the underdog. Yes, Eve is trailing by a single point. 
Yeah, we don't want to help. We're going to help out Donna to continue her lead. Here we go. All right, whatever. Not even a shadow dog. All right, whatever. All right, Beth, you're going on hold. You stand by. You can help out Donna when she wraps up things here. Steve's going to step outside. Steve thinks he can charm everybody he into does. picking him. I love how they just kind of let him go along with it, go <laughs> along with like, it, and then Steve, boom, how dagger. are you? I picked Donna. So great. <laughs> All right, again, boy bands are themed today. Are you ready, Donna? Sure. Let's see how this goes. We'll start off with this one. Out of New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, and Sync, which group has the most number one hits? Oh, shoot. Out of those three bands. In uh, sync. Mm, Five years after Bobby Brown left New Edition, Ricky, Michael, and Ronnie created this group. Menudo. In the world of boy bands, what does 5SOS stand for? Oh, no. Five sons of... Five... Soldiers of... You got 10 seconds. Synchronization. Okay. Anything you'd like repeated? <laughs> All of them? Uh, the first one you went with in sync for most number one hits. Uh, second one, five years after Bobby Brown. Okay. We'll bring Beth back in here. <laughs> Beth, Beth she gave us three answers. The first one she went with in sync. You heard that question. How do you feel about that one? Um, I think that one is fine. Okay. The second one, she said Menudo, uh, five years after boy, or excuse me, five years after Bobby Brown left New Edition, Ricky, Michael, and Ronnie created this group. Uh, I'm going to pass on that one for a hot second. Okay. For a hot second. And then in the world of boy bands, what does five SOS stand for? She said soldiers of synchronization. <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. Five seconds of summer. Okay. Um, I, uh, the new... So it's the second one of New Edition. Yeah, so five years after Bobby Brown left New Edition, Ricky, Michael, and Ronnie created this group. Let's go with Menudo. It's probably wrong. But it I mean, is. Okay. It's definitely wrong, okay. but it's a fun answer. Who cares? we got some fun answers there. We'll put you back on hold, Beth, and we'll bring Steve back in here. Okay, Steve, come on. You got this. Hi, buddy. Hey, hey buddy. How's it going? Boy, I was thinking I went into Quinn's office to get some Skittles. Something you couldn't could have done in COVID times. She just has an open bag for any human. Oh, they stick their to hands right their in hand there. Right in there. The good old days are back, friends. Yeah, we're nice. filthy again. Uh huh. Nobody's singing "Happy Birthday" when they wash their hands. It's probably true. Anything else? That's all I got. Okay. You ready to do this, Steve? I'm pumped. All right, let's go. It is again. Boy bands are theme today. Let's get it started with this one here. Out of New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys. And in sync, which group has had the most number one hits? I'm going to say the Backstreet Boys. Five years after Bobby Brown left New Edition, Ricky, Michael, and Ronnie created this group. Oh, gosh. <gasps> I think I know it's it the, now. It's the Ricky Martin group. Darn it. Yeah, I, I, need, I don't know the name. Go ahead. Uh, in the world of boy bands, what does 5SOS stand for? Oh, jeez. In the world of boy bands, what does 5SOS stand for? Five guys standing on stage, like all out there together. Anything uh, else? El Wache, El Nuevo, El Hambre. <laughs> Half a point. We went uh, through these. Can I just Nikes. throw this out there? You what are you going to start? You... What are you going to start with? Um, I'll start with the middle one because I feel like that's the one you want me to start with. I think it's Belle Biv DeVoe. Five years after Bobby Brown left New Edition, Ricky, oh. Michael, and Ronnie created this group. Of course. 
Ricky Bell, Michael oh, Bivens, Bivens, and I'm Ronnie so DeVoe. Oh, wow. Bell, Biv, DeVoe, the correct answer for that Dang one. It. I did not I say that, of? though. I said You're Menudo. thinking of Menudo, which she said, well. yes. Because, yeah. Oh, Ricky Dang it. Yeah, I hate Ricky when Martin that happens. Mm-hmm. See, if I had all the time in the world, I would have changed the answer. But you don't, you little baby. This is how the game works. All right? <laughs> People are saying that to Alex Trebek. Alex, wait. I need another minute. Hang on. Okay. All right. Let's Mike, go to the he's fir- comparing you to Alex Trebek. That's that is correct. The highest of highest praise I could possibly receive. Thank you so much. Uh, let's go to the first one. <laughs> Out of New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, and InSync, which group has had the most number one hits? Donna went with InSync. Steve, I feel like Instincts like only had like maybe. You're probably one. right. Steve went with Backstreet Boys. It's new kids. You're exactly right, Steve. Oh, good. Instinct has had only one. The Backstreet Boys have had zero. Wow. And New Kids on the Block have had three number one hits. We wow. lose. With Hangin' Tough, Step by Step, and I'll Be Loving You. Backstreet never had never a number had one. Never had a number one. That's pretty wild. Out of all the boy bands, they sold more albums than anybody else, but they never had a number one hit. Wow. Mm. I bet they would choose more albums, though, than more number ones. Very true. Right, Donna? Get that money. Get it. All right. So it's 0-0 heading into our... two cents for each album. Okay, go ahead. It's 0-0 heading into our final question. Uh, In the world of boy bands, what does 5SOS stand for? Steve said 5SOS stands for five standing on stage. Like, let's let's get the whole band out there. That's Donna funny. says 5SOS stands for Soldiers of Synchronization. <laughs> okay. I, I want you to win. <laughs> Beth comes in and says, uh-uh-uh, that stands for five seconds of summer. And Beth is right. She's the winner oh, today. And so is Donna. I about that. Yay! Oh, I wouldn't have even gotten that. Thank wow. you, Beth. Yeah, anytime, Donna. Oh, Beth, turns out I, I, the underdog, really could have used you after all. Too bad. Steve, you'll you'll make up for it. Don't worry. I was about to try to say something mean about Princeton. I'm not going to do that, though, because Princeton is a fine city in Mille Lacs and Sherburne counties at the junction of the Rum River and its West Branch. And home That's- of the racetrack, too, right? Isn't there... That's- Yes, there is a big racetrack, and also there's a huge upset with our fire department. So if you are interested in re- in listening and learning about Princeton and the issues going on with our fire department, you should uh, look it up. Look it up. Okay. Like, wow. Okay. A lot happening there's in the little... small town of Princeton. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. with that, Beth, stay on the line. Michael, get your information. Okay. Spent many time, many days at that racetrack. I spent a week there one night. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Do you want to do a tiebreaker? Uh, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah. First off, I need to introduce, next on the stage, it's five soldiers of synchronization. Yeah, <laughs> <woo>! <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, I love that answer. Okay, but uh, it is Beth and Donna getting the win today. She now has a 10 to 8 lead. Nicely done, Donna. Thank you. Here is your would-be tiebreaker question. Still going strong today, this band has had 48 different members since its creation in 1977. Steve. Steve. The Eagles. Incorrect. Ah, the Eagles! (laughs) I think that's Menudo. Donna. Menudo. Its current members are Nick, Gabriel, Ezra, Andres, and Alejandro. Its most successful former member had a number one hit in 1999 with Live in La Vida Loca. Yes, that is Menudo. Nicely done. They've had 48 members. Okay, that's not a band. No, they're They're not a band. It's like the Mickey Mouse Club. You know what I mean? They just keep bringing... It's karaoke. (laughs) That's not a real band. I just thought the Eagles, because they set out like 11 mics when they do their uh, their <laughs> concerts. I was like, I don't know if they rinse and repeat that a couple That's times. That's very funny. But 
you know what I mean? What are you even going to see? If it's well, a whole know, new I'm band, sorry. are you like, I want to see Menudo? Well, think about, you know, your favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't get the same guys forever. That is true. We are just cheering for laundry. That's You're, what Jerry yeah. Seinfeld says. Seriously. I used to wonder about that. I'm like, how could you? You're just rooting for the umbrella title of the group. That feels a little different because it's you're rooting for the city as well. Where it's okay. like, here's Menudo. Oh, I can't wait to meet Menudo. Who the hell are these guys? Hi, I'm Bert. I just joined last night. Jim's contract ran out. I just signed a two-week. Somebody else comes in. Do they even sound alike? At least with Journey, the new guy sounds exactly like... Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Ooh, that was a weird noise that just came out of my I, mouth. That was, your, that was you, huh? That was me. I didn't, I didn't squeak or anything. Like in my chair. Was that like, was my voice. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh, man. We got to play that back, Mike. I'll find it. <laughs> oh, look at the time. We got to go. All right, Queen. Uh, yeah, we got stuff coming up. Um, Kate Middleton, King Charles, in the same hospital. This is very interesting. And going back to your story that started our show today, let's talk about um, advocacy for men's health, okay? Yeah. We'll get to that when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Woo! So I'm still curious to know what's going on with Kate Middleton. She um she's in the hospital. She's having a planned or she already had a planned abdominal surgery. She's going to be recovering in the hospital for the next 10 to 14 days. She won't be returning to public duties until after Easter. Hmm. So she's in this hospital. King Charles just got admitted to the hospital. So he went to see her. This was actually, oh, okay, was this today? It says Friday, so I'm assuming. Hmm. Last Friday? (laughs) Anyway, I'll get through my story, then we'll get to your sound. Um, Anyway, King Charles has an enlarged prostate. How dare you, Donna? He's being very open about it because, A, if he wasn't, people would assume the worst. So he's checked into the hospital. Um. He um, and he went to visit Kate because they're in the same hospital together. Anyway, he's trying to advocate for other men. He's trying to inspire other men to consult their doctors, just like you were trying to do this morning. Oh, my God. Radio stars are just like royalty. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Get checked out. You know, and if you do have symptoms, if you're peeing a lot and you feel like you're not peeing a lot, but you're. You're peeing often, often, but you're not emptying your bladder. Thank you. That's what I meant. Um, there's no shame in the game. Just go. Get, you'll probably end up with a prescription. What do they do? They stick their finger in you? What do I look like? I've got a Mike. Yeah. Prostate? Is that how prostates get checked? Is it a digital? Oh, and in I your mean, butt. I mean, yeah, in your butt. Yes. Yeah. A digital, yep. I mean, mm-hmm. like a finger digit exam. Yeah. They just reach up and feel it. Do they put a numbing thing on there first? No. <laughs> why Why would you I'm say sure no they put it like in like some jelly type product. <laughs> well, that is positive. I would prefer that that be a lidocaine based gem. It's not going to hurt. They're just sticking their finger in there, your butt. What do you got? Why? <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there. I mean, most women have to do this every time they go to the doctor. 
In their butt? Yes. You got to check for anal cancers and tumors. Yeah, I said anal. Wait. Don't be 12. I'm not being 12. Are you sure that they're saying your butt at the OB? Well, if they're not supposed to, then I better get to the police station. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, trust me, Miss Valentine. Standard (laughs) protocol. Oh my gosh, Donna. What's wrong with you? No, no, but seriously. I I feel like some, it's part of the regular. Does that catch you off guard? Do they tell you? They'll tell you. They'll be like, okay, here comes the icky part. (laughs) Listen, I've never had that happen. And so I just would be. Oh, you never, ever had that? I've never had. As a dear friend of mine says, that is an exit only apparatus for me. Okay, so you've never experienced that. You only had fear of that being a thing. Oh, no, you were worried about the cough. Yeah, yeah, I was worried about the cough and revealing my wiener. Um, So I was happy to know that they don't do that as much anymore. But no, I've never (laughs) been in a place where they've said, now we're going to stick our finger up your butt. Because I would ask Donna, if they're sticking their finger up your butt to check for anal stuff, why wouldn't they do that for men? We have ani too. I don't know. That sounds like a you problem. Mike, have, has no, anyone they stuck do, they their... Do, they do that for men, yes. They've put their finger in your butt Not mine personally, no, but that, I, <laughs> Google it and hit image search. You're going to see exactly how the exam is done. I mean, if you want a thorough exam, that's yeah, part of that's it. That's part of it. Okay, this is for the prostate, right? Yes. Prostate how? Just prostate exam and hit image search, and you're going to see right. the full diagram of how it works. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you feel like you're getting hazed. <laughs> I mean, this is like, boop, boop. I'm not going to the doctor to get goosed. Wow. I'm goosed. They go up to about, if anybody, I'm not trying to be childish about this. I'm trying to be informational. They go up to like the 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 main central knuckle. So you have a first little knuckle that helps the tip of the finger to oh, move? Oh, you're, you're talking about the doctor's finger? Yes. I'm looking at an image and it's like, here's what it sounds like they're doing. Anybody in there? Boop. And then they pull it out and it goes. This is so stupid. This isn't in our show outline for today. Oh gosh, our best to King Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine being the doctor who has to work on? His royal highney. I love it. But, and then he just has to say, you know, your highness, here we go. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a thing. All right. That's crazy. I've got no more content. Now I'm going to take off. (laughs) (laughs) Like like a wine cork. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's the whole thing. Hey, let's go back oh. to the sound you made earlier. Oh, Speaking sure. This was a weird sound. I don't know if it actually registered for a listener in the car or maybe just you and I heard it in our headphones, but it felt unvolunt- involuntary <laughs> and high-pitched. Huh. Listen to the lead-up, and then I'll isolate it. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Okay, okay. I get what you're saying. <laughs> okay, so You've got some weird body sounds. <laughs> I want to make it in slow motion. 
Oh, don't worry. This whole segment will be <laughs> next yes. week. I can promise you. Oh, my word. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Not quite as bad as... <laughs> it's there. By the way, you want to hear the sound that I'll make at my first prostate exam? <laughs> it didn't just... Oh, geez. You got to get colonoscopies, the whole thing. Get out there. Get to the doctor. See, didn't we just give a really winsome encouragement for people to Absolutely, go to the doctor? guys. And your doctors have a sense of humor, too, so keep that in mind. Yeah, when I started talking to the doctor yesterday, <laughs> I got to get off this image search. Yeah, stop looking at stuff. Uh, all right, Steve, we're just going to insert it real quick. <laughs> it didn't just- Anyway, when I started talking to them about gas, and I was like, you know what? Who cares, right? Because you people, I said, what do I have to be embarrassed about? You're going to go to the next room, and Lord knows what you're going to step in or hear or see. Right, right. You do feel pretty pretty safe in an emergency room. You know, it's interesting, though. I was thinking as they were, like, pushing on parts of my abdomen, and I had, like, the robe open. I thought, you know, whoever this woman is. What do you mean you had the robe open? What are you, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie Rose? Rose? <laughs> no, they had me put the robe on, the 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 gown, the gown. Oh, so you had it open but in the front. they wanted it to be open in the front because they had to do all these sticky or things tied. for the EKG. Okay. But as they were, like, just looking at my stomach and pushing on parts of my love handles and my rib cage and my chest and all that, I thought it's amazing how context changes everything. Because if I had just met these women at the post office (laughs) and then I quickly laid back and they lifted up my shirt and started pressing in on all parts of me, that would have been very inappropriate. But it was fine there. And then this woman, she's pressing on my stomach, pressing low, top, middle. And then she goes to like just below my sternum where there's like a bone under there. I have always found that to be very uncomfortable to be touched. And she touched it and I instinctively grabbed at her wrist. Oh, wow. And I was like, I'm so sorry about that. But I needed that to stop. That's an uncomfortable. Don't push down. There's a oh. bone under there. And then she, <laughs> she pushed on it again. <laughs> it didn't just. <laughs> that hurts. All right. Uh, when we gonna... come back, oh, oh my gosh, we got a dirt alert already again. You wouldn't believe it. Oh my god, that comes up. We've got all sorts of fun stuff. Slow jam at eleven thirty. Stay there. Mm-hmm.